before FC24 was officially released, we found ourselves with infinite objectives to be completed for XP in the hope of pulling someone special from the season rewards. It was a bombastic time, not just for XP, but also for the much-anticipated evolutions, the Timo v. Darwin v. Havertz debates, taking an unknown from bronze to supercard in a few games, relentless winger giving us super meta options from central midfield all the way through to right wing, pacey defender allowing your favourite defender from your club that simply has zero pace or any chance of getting in your team the boost they deserve. It felt like they'd got it right. It felt fresh, exciting, and crisp. So I ask you, why, six days into official release, has the game already gone a bit stale? Why are there no new evolutions available? Where are the players to grind from objectives? Where are the cups? Where is this thing that drives engagement? Where is the must-do SBC? Yes, Rivals is there, but that's just a champ point generator. And once qualies are in, I ask the very scary question. What will be the point of FC24 outside of the 11 weekend league games, mostly completed in fear of missing out? If this is the content they intend to push, then this may be the beginning of the end at six days old. Tonight, we find out. Jandy, can I ask you a quick question? Yeah, what's up? Do you know what SIDS is? SIDS, uh, Sudden Infant Death Syndrome. Yeah, I think that this is very much feels almost (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) like a like like a SIDS moment, you know. Well, it's it's what a what a difference a week makes, right, man? Like it's I we couldn't have been more optimistic last week, and now it's like what's it's been kind of a wet fart. What even happened this week? Nothing. We got the 83 plus upgrade. Oh, thank God. And a 78 plus upgrade too. Fantastic. Don't, don't, forget, <laughs> don't forget that. You put in a 1182 players and you get a 83 rated player. Yeah, you get 83 Jorginho twice, which is what's happened to me. <laughs> That's what's happening. Or, you know, if you don't want to do that, you can always go and get a kit from a load of Finnish YouTubers. Oh. Uh, what a fantastic time that would be. Oh. Well, JP, can I interest you, though, in a lone player pick for an, a squad that requires an 84 overall and two 86 pluses? Which one's that? The lone base icon player pick. Oh, don't I? Oh, that's, that's a dark path. I think that's a very dark <laughs> path, that thing. Yeah, yeah. Not even like here's a card from an SBC. It's like, ah, uh, yeah, here's a card on loan, and when it's done, it's done. Ugh, Disposable no players. Ugh, no objectives. No evos. The upgrades are mid to bad. The XP is not even there. Like what? Like there's, there's no real reason to get on the game. You know? Nope. No, no, there really isn't. It's weird. It's very, very, very peculiar and odd, and it's definitely not something that that I'm understanding that well. What about you? What's driving you to the game? Um, man, uh, honestly, nothing. I I did my rivals wins this week. I've secured my playoffs uh, ticket. Um, and I log in every day at content, and I see what they've got on on tap for us, and I just say, eh. I mean, who have we got recently? Coquellen, 
you know, like the 18th center midfield uh, SBC that we've gotten so far between Quellen and we got KDB and Madison and Bruno G. We got the objective Reina, like all these center midfielders, like, okay, can we get a, like one single defender? And I know we got one, but it's, you know, and we'll talk about him in a bit. Um, so I don't really want to do him and, and get fodder invested there. Um, squad battles is squad battles. There's no cup. There's no Evo to grind. It's just what's, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I'm at a loss for words. I, I don't get what their strategy is here. No, neither do I. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a campaign where the cards aren't dropping. I'm not seeing people packing like, I mean, I, we live on FIFA Twitter and we're not seeing people packing astounding cards every day and just being like, oh my God, look at this. I can't believe I got this card. Like that, just look at how difficult it is to find cards on the market. It's, yeah. it's crazy. I it, like, so the games have started for the road to the knockouts. So that's impacting some of their prices, whether they go up or down, but like, you know, we saw, and this happened maybe once or twice all of last year. We saw prices for these new promo cards go up into the Friday night release. Like they come out in packs. Everyone's excited. Usually they get bought up like crazy. The demand's high. And then going Friday night into Saturday, the supply starts to hit and the card prices go down and they go down through the week until the middle of the week. And then they start to stabilize before they go out of packs. That's like a very normal thing that we saw happen. 90% of promos last year. They released this promo and every single card in the promo went up through the weekend, whether it was Saka going to close to a million coins before obviously Arsenal took their their loss. Kalulu kept going up. Openda kept going up. Lamer came out on Sunday, was extinct for an 85-rated CDM. I mean, come on, guys. Like, OC men went up. Holland... You know, despite being three million coins, was was holding his price. Bruno was like seven hundred k at one point. Like all of these cards are just like, where are they? They're not in packs. I've never seen them. Well, you've got more and more people taking on tradable packs, yes. so that's that means that there's less cards on the market from that perspective. And it it's I mean, look if it's if you pack one tradable. You're, you're in the money, you know, you're going to do really well out of them. But it also means that there aren't that many people getting access to these cards, which then sort of drives people into SBCs to have live cards in the hope of getting something out of this promo at all. And when you're doing stuff like that, like you're, you're stuck with some really tough decisions. And, and, and th- th- there's two cards we can cover in a bit about that. But j- just to start with, um, Episode 105, which is nice. Yes. Um, I want to start with the best thing that's happened all week and then okay. the, 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 the sleeper hit of the week. Like Leroy Fur, okay? Coming in at 17,200 coins. He's got amazing value. He's got every great defensive play style you want. Jockey, block, aerial. Uh, he's great in the air. He's got great base passing stats. Uh, his physical is exceptional. He's lengthy centre back, central mid, CDM. Uh, the only miss you could put against him is that his defensive awareness is Ata. Um, great card. I've got him in my team on two chem because I've got four, three other Dutch players. Um, I love him. He does a fantastic job. Wins the ball. Um, doesn't lose it as much as Polina did. Um, it's a great card, great value as well. Um, and seventeen two hundred. Are you playing him at DM or at center back? Uh, CDM. 
Gotcha. So he's interesting to me because he's the only SBC that's been released that can actually play center back, which is really odd considering we've had the 18 center mids and, and attackers. Um, I'm looking at his stats now. He looks really nice. 80 physical or 90 physical, excuse me. Um, you, you can do a shadow on him to get 83, uh, pace and 90 defense. You can get him lengthy on a shadow, which even on two chem, you can get him lengthy on a shadow. Um, I got to do this card for only 17 K that's, that's cheapest chips, JP. Yeah, it was an automatic complete. Well, as soon as I had like an 84, I was just like, okay, well, we're going to go and get this done because I need to put things somewhere. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's card value has just plummeted as well um, in Whoa. terms of the cards being worth anything. Like everything's fodder automatically with the exception of like nine cards. I know. What does it say about the game that the best SBC or the, one of the best pieces of content that we got this week, if not the best piece of content that we got this week, was a uh, CDM from the Turkish League, an 85 rated <laughs> CDM. That's shocking if you think about it. Like that should just be like a, a nice little thing that happened along the way. I was exactly. thinking of, I was thinking about the Benassa SBC last year that was like 23 K. Yeah. Um, you know, where where's where's the version of that this year? You know, it's non existent and it just I felt like the SBCs have been really overpriced. Um, mostly because at this stage, like it's hard to gauge the value of a live card because it's the first promo. So you, you've got cards that have decent stats, but also they're not that great as they are right now. And if they do um, get the upgrades, they will be great cards, um, you know, which kind of leads me in uh, Mohamed Kudus. Mm. Um, which is a card that like, so this, these, these, this is my notes, right? So I've got written down hit, miss and verdict and all that. Okay. All right, so hit, he destroys me on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a good one. Yeah. Serious top level speed, agility, dribbling. He has the technical dribbling ability. He's got flair and first touch, but as a miss, the price he's 87,000 mm-hmm. coins it feels high his passing is abysmal and his shooting is awful so you'd have to put him on a dead eye um to get him to do anything he's got four star skills three star weak foot but he's a lefter playing on the right which is always nice um on paper you'd say that this card is 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 definitely a no but my experience of him um, and with West Ham potentially going far enough, could make it worthwhile to people who like to run down the line and cut it back because he really is exceptional at that. At that, he's got he's got real kind of like a bit like a um, Alawarian from Wish kind of. Oh, Wish Hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he's got those kind of vibes to him. Um, yeah. in terms of his speed. I just can't help but wonder, so if you think about a player like Kudus, and I did him just because I had fodder. Um, So he's 84 rated. Like you said, West Ham has Freiburg in the group. They've got a, I want to say, I don't even know where this club is from. I think they're a Greek squad that they should probably put, put down pretty easily. I just worry... That we're looking at a situation where, by the way, the SBC is almost 100,000 now with the way that fodder has moved today. You know, 
I don't know how you look at this card with the medium low work rates, the three star weak foot, you know, Premlings are good, but Ghana is obviously not the best country. I don't know how you look at this card and compare it to a Diaby who's half the price and say this is good value, even with the upgrade, you know, which will take a month to come to begin with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but he has really caused me way more problems than Diaby. And he's kind of a bit of a sleeper with his um, physicals as well, which are pretty reasonable for a winger. They're in the 70s. Mm, um, yeah. So he's he's got a bit more to him than than Diaby does, but that's the big question that we're going to be running into over the looking at these SBCs is like, who can I buy on the market? Who's if I can buy someone on the market that's like worse than this person, but only a little bit, that's great. But if I can buy somebody on the off the market for a fifth of the cost of the SBC, well. Like, <sighs> Yeah, I'm not going to do the SBC. It's the same debate that we have about SBCs all the time. It's like, you know, if we're in a period of the game, which I don't think we are anymore, maybe we were the first week, but if, if we're in the period of the game where fodder is just sprouting off trees and, you know, packs are wild and there's objectives everywhere and there's ways to up get up, do like good upgrade packs, then sure. You know, I could see how the fodder value beats the market price. But right now, I think I think people are starting to struggle for fodder. You've seen it over the last few days. Fodder has started to creep up without really any huge SBCs, which tells me that clubs are drying out. And as somebody who's done pretty much every objective that's been put in front of me so far in this game, my club is pretty dry. Like There's no way, aside from Rivals rewards and Squad Battles rewards for me at this point, I think, to generate packs. No, there isn't. Um, weekend league qualifying. Yeah, qual like weekend league, but that you can only do that once. So yeah, exactly. So the game's really stagnant at the moment, and it's really stale, and it's it's making it's hard to generate coins without trading. And if you've already like invested, then you're pretty much just holding at the moment because you're waiting to cash out when it's worth yeah. it. So the game's in a real sort of static moment which is weird because it's six days old and it should be like firing and there should be like new things every single day that make you have to turn on that xbox and play yeah like my I, I spoke to my partner right she was like you're gonna play fifa i was like well i mean i'm, I'm gonna play a few a few games because i want to you know played the game fresh before doing the pod but there's nothing for me to do so i just breeze through some squad battles just to sort of try out some tactics and stuff, um, you know, to just for a bit of fun. Um, but that's just but me generating my own fun. Yeah. And I'll tell you, like, JP, one thing that's kind of been irking me that I noticed over the weekend is that at the very minimum, even if there was no content at all in FIFA 23, you could still work towards those division rivals milestones. And even if you were already an elite, you know, working towards your 90 games got you closer and closer to big packs. This season, I don't know if people have caught on to this yet, and they'll, I'm sure people will see it as the season, you know, draws to a close, but there's only TIFOs. You get 30 pack, you get 30 games played, you get a TIFO. 50 games played, you get a TIFO. 90 games played, you get a TIFO. So it's like, why am I even grinding this? Like the difference between Division 6 and Division 5 packs is not that significant. 
I could play 20 games of rivals and not actually get upgraded. But usually in the past, it's like, all right, at least I'm working towards the milestone, which I'm not really caring about anymore. It just seems like, it seems like so odd. It seems like why reduce, I mean, why pull down the engagement right away? Like this should be like such a time of like, I should, you should have to pry me away from the game right now. And that's just not the case. Yeah. I I should be nailed to a wall like just (laughs) being kept away like you know like 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 every time my xbox boots up and it does that sound i should be like you know doing the change like a wolf (laughs) (laughs) it's happening it's happening you know and and then i need to jump on 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 the xbox and instead i'm just sort of like well i mean the gameplay is good i like playing the game um, yeah. I like using my team. I like, I mean, I've had an astounding time of packing some amazing players. You know, it's not like I haven't packed amazing players um, and I've had some great fun playing the game. It's just like outside of playing the game, what is there to generate engagement from me? I, I, I'll tell you, JP, I, I, I don't know how it works on the back end. I don't know their strategy and they obviously haven't communicated it to us. But... I got to feel like if we had just had one evolution in the past week, new evolution, that people would be have a completely different tone. It's like people came out, evolutions came out, they're like five of them right away. Everyone's like, oh my God, this is the coolest thing in the new game. Like do as much of this as possible. And it's been radio silence. Not even like, hey, evolutions will come every two weeks. Evolutions, we're getting ready for the next big evolution. I mean, hell, I would hate it if they did this, but if they said evolutions will come out in batches at the beginning of every season. It's like, at least we would know what to wait, what we're waiting for. But like right now it just feels like this should have been a part of content at some point. It feels empty. That's what it feels like. It feels like um, it's hollow. Um, the, the, like the rewards for playing games are such a minimal amount. It's like play 30 games over two weeks. It's like, is that the level <laughs> of engagement you're, you're expecting? Like, what just like four win four qualifying games and play 11 weekend league games <laughs> i don't know i'll tell you one thing that you can do and they're constantly updating and engaging people with every day is you can buy all of the new store packs that cost 30 dollars that come out every day that for sure is happening yeah there's there's an, an astonishing amount of packs oh, in that store. oh it's great i mean i i get it like, I honestly do. I get it. But, like, it is grotesque how much they've pumped the store this year. Well, the people are willing to pay um, I guess. Pay for it. They're willing to throw all of their weight behind the game. And one of the, the things about FIFA is they say that to get the best value out of your investment is to throw an amount on at the start of the game and be committed to that amount and then make the most of the gold cards being the highest prices they'll be and then sell them all. Yeah. But the problem is that gold cards aren't worth anything. Like we're, we're six days in and it's like, I might quick sell this 83. Oh, I mean, you kind of almost have to, they're basically at min price. Like, dude, I, I, I do, I do get concerned because it's it not only you're, you're totally right about that. And in prior years, that has been the move, but there also weren't a shit ton of untradeable store packs at the beginning of the year last year. Like this is like, 
you know, they want to tempt you with the untradeable ones because they know you're going to dump your all your pre-order points or, you know, you're one of those people. That, and if you do this, like, I think this is the best way to do it. Like you said, load up the points at the beginning of the year because this is when they're going to be most valuable. But if you go untradeable and you open up this pack that costs $30 for a 10% chance of packing a UCL card, $30. So you're telling me, you're telling me you'd have to spend $300 to mathematically speaking. And John, please check me on this. Mathematically speaking, you have to spend $300 to guarantee yourself a UCL card. And it's going to be, it's going to end up being like fucking what's, you know, Martins, Bonucci. Stop doing Florida math. <laughs> Come on. You know, what are we doing it, here? It's well, they're milking people that are willing to pay. Um, you know, like you could pay for the relentless winger evolution with FIFA points. Yeah, you know, certainly can. Certainly gave you an indication of of the direction they're going to be moving in. Um, it's weird that they've given out these packs, but there's nothing to put the things into. Like, there's no like high rated gambles. There's no uh, when I say high rated gambles, I mean like an 83 and an 84 squad for an 86 plus paleo pick. Like- yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, or dude, you know, I get that they want to save the lo- the icons and the hero gambles for later on. I get that. It's the first week. You don't want to release that. But instead of making it alone, maybe make it like maximum 86. So it's like just the shitty ones, but the shitty ones are still good the first week of the game. Like, don't make it alone. Are you fucking kidding me? It's a joke. The loan system's hilarious because it just like it it speaks of a very frightening movement towards um, disposable cards. Yeah, um, dude, not even by cards doing by, to an SBC, like just ones doing, that go in the bin. By doing almost nothing, I have more loans in my fucking club right now than I had for most of last year. Just because they just shit out every every one of these packs has got some kind of loan, or there's an objective where there was a bunch of loans, or like they're just they're just all over. I, we've been negative for 22 minutes, but I I don't know. This is how I feel, man. I don't know. Well, I mean, that's the way that they're going to make you feel because one, you haven't played your weekend league yet, so <laughs> you've you've not had a chance to really see how spending thirty dollars a day every day since unofficial release, early breakout release to today can get you a team that's maybe like 5% better than the one you've got now. (laughs) Um, Or my personal favorite, um, as I'm trying to get into Division 5, is uh, the, oh my God, what a team you've got. So many good players you've got. Allow my Grimaldo to make you his bitch. Like, (laughs) Like, it's just, it's just one of those things, man. Like, this weekend league will lift a lot of people up and I'm hoping going into next week or at least from Friday, we're going to see something more exciting um, than Reyna, which was just, it's just such a disappointing card. That two star weak foot is like, you can't even bring him on in midfield. Like, cause he's uh, <laughs> like, for some reason I can make Odegaard work. Like like a like a genius. Like his left foot is just so good, and everything he does is so well balanced. But when I used that card, I was like, "Oh no, I've made a grave error." Yeah, G- and Gio Reyna being the objective was just. Ugh. 
But I will say, to, to, on a positive note, I do have something nice to say. It's not even really related to FIFA or foot, but I do have something to say. How about Newcastle today? Kicking the shit out of PSG. <laughs> Dan Burns scoring goals in the UCL against PCG. PSG. You know what I mean? Oh my God, the power of oil money. <laughs> well, it's great for all of us who did Bruno after you know everyone was trying to tell us how horrible value he is. There's no way Newcastle are getting an upgrade. I didn't want to hear it. Does Bruno he get G an upgrade? The he gets if so. They have four games left in the group. If they win one of those four, he gets a plus one. And yeah. if they go through, which now they're on four points, they so you know in good contention to go through, he gets another plus one. Is he still active? Is he what? Is he still out? I think he is, actually. I think he's out until tomorrow or Friday. <laughs> I think you should. I mean, look, it, it, the prospects look a lot better. So he's already a plus one. He, well, they could lose and draw their last four and he wouldn't go get upgraded at all. But I'd say that's unlikely. Ah, right. Yeah, I'm still going to avoid that card. There's, oh. there's, there's other cards you can do. There's, there, there's other cards. There's, 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 there's Coca-Cola, you know, we, we, there's, there's always, the, you can go oh. and do him. Fr- um, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Oh, Coca-Cola. Cochlin. Cochlin. Um, yeah, let's talk about that piece of shit and why that's just one of the <laughs> dumbest SBCs that we've seen. No, no, he's not. Come on. All right, go ahead. You give say your piece. No, it's okay. Look, okay. You, you can argue that the card is a massive hit because it's a Villarreal uh, upgradable card, and they are synonymous with getting out of groups, getting to semifinals, getting to finals, all that kind of stuff. He's, he's a good CM, okay? He's a good CDM, um, and he has reliable passing and defensive stats. <laughs> but here's the point, okay? He's f- 45 and a half grand, maybe 50 now, right? He's got one play style, and it's like slide tackle. And Germany, it's 6,800 coins. Yeah. And has every play style is the same nation in the same league at a better club. Yeah, that's that is you're totally right about that. And he's, <coughs> he's cheap. I've heard I haven't used him, but I've heard people say he's like awesome in game. Um, that is a very good argument and one that I can't really can't really complain about. But my my main argument, and I've said it twice now, and I say it again, is like why is every fucking SBC a center midfielder? Why? I I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's just not necessary. <laughs> One striker from Germany that that yeah. nobody's done because they don't know whether or not he's any good. And, and the Portuguese and, fella Andre Silva got well. Too. That's a that's an that's an odd one. That's 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 the sleeper of 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 this week oh, most definitely. Like sleeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent is a sleeper. Why? JP's pulling out the notes. Oh yeah, well, okay. So first off, you you dismiss it because you just go. Yes. That that looks like a really dumb SBC for a player that doesn't have a lot of pace, and you know, and I've already done Timo Werner, so why would I need to do another Red Bull player? But that's a great argument. 
but it's the, it, his attack positioning. This I'm just going to go through these things, right? <laughs> but his attack positioning. His, his attack positioning, finishing, shot power, penalties, composure, reactions, ball control are all 88 plus. He's got 97 jumping and 90 heading, and all all round as a striker, he looks quite terrifying. If you just want somebody to put the ball in the net, or you want it's a strike partner to say a more agile or faster striker, so if you were playing four four two for thirty seven grand, he looks like a really, really, really good sort of target man slash controlled lengthy striker to 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 sort of help your team be more clinical in the box. Now, the reason that I all these things have, have really stuck out for me is that like, so I've got Kane and I've got Lewandowski and I've got, um, I use them both. I use Kane to start and there's something about them in the box where it's like, this is going in. Okay. You, you hit the ball, you know, it's going in the back of the net. Those strikers have a way of like hitting it with the outside of their foot, whatever it may be with somebody like Andre Silva, you look at all of these and you think he's definitely got potential to be in that category of Harry Kane of Lewandowski, where he has the, the physical, the all round the dribbling game um, to get himself into great attacking positions and then the stats to finish. And if the card gets upgraded, he could be quite a monster. So he's a bit of a sleeper in terms okay. of, and, and I kind of feel like that, 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 that this SBC took a lot of the blame for the shit content yes. that's been coming out. So instead of people looking at it, they just went, fuck Andre Silva. Um, fuck the Bundesliga and fuck this content and he hasn't got any play styles so I don't want none of this card but I think oh. that that card I, I'd be interested to know I, I, should anybody complete it like what they think because I think there's only been like three people completed it <laughs> well he plays in La Liga now he plays for Real Sociedad so the, the links are a little bit better um, so the, a couple, those are all good points, and you've maybe convinced me a little bit that this wasn't just a terrible card. Um, I think you hit the main negative uh, at the end, which maybe isn't fair to Andre Silva in this SBC, is that he came out over the weekend when everyone was already kind of in a sour mood about RTTK being kind of like shitty. And then he comes out and it's like, oh my God. I think one piece of it that's also maybe not his fault is that his... I think it was an 82 card last year was just <laughs> it was like the heaviest pack weight card in the fucking game. And it was every single pack he was coming up, which was really annoying. That's not his fault either. What is his fault is a three star weak foot. That is, you know, not going to kill you the first week of the game, but there's no way for that to upgrade. It's just, it is what it is now. Um, and when you've got strikers in the game that are cheaper with four or five star weak foot, then, you know, it's hard to justify and the other piece that's I think is kind of overlooked is that the price is only 37, but it is three squads and not two squads or one squad. So you are throwing 33 players into this guy at a time when, you know, lower rated guys, you know, are good for MMs to generate coins. They're good for, you know, doing upgrade packs. And to 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 throw 33 cards into this guy is, you know, it's not nothing. 
No, it's not. It's not. And it, it really speaks of how terrible the campaign has been for these European cards that, like, I'm trying to defend this Andre Silva card and talk about how it's a sleeper and all <laughs> this kind of stuff. When in reality, like, it it would have been n- nice to have seen more Bruno Guimaraes-style SBCs, you know, bigger SBCs. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I just... If people are opening packs and obviously they are, and there's nowhere for fodder to go, are they just opening a pack and stopping? Or are, what, what, what is the mentality of someone that's got a duplicate 85? It's a good question and one that I had to deal with um, over the weekend because I was kind of finishing off a lot of those milestones packs or score 500 goals or do all that shit. Um, and you're right. There's not a lot of good options for mid-rated fodder, 84, 85, 86. And that's, I think, partially also why those prices are still low compared to last year. Um, I was quick selling because I wanted to open more packs. I still had my five recoveries. So there really wasn't, you know, I, if something came up, like when Green Maresh came up, I could just, you know, pull them out of my quick sell recovery. Um, but yeah, it's a good question. You pack a. I had a dupe eighty-eight Kimmich on my uh, on a sign for a long time because it's just like, all right, what am I? I'm not going to put them into anything um, that's out right now. But I want to open packs, but I can't get the fodder that I need unless I do open packs. So it's just, and I wanted to see if I could get the new promo cards. So it's just, it's a predicament, certainly. And it usually takes a while for SBCs to get going. I, I you know, that's not new, but usually the ones that they do have are like good yeah yeah and 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 with the base hero and the base icon sbc's kind of being the way they've gone with it it just feels a bit weird that that that's that's the route they've gone instead of letting people get players in their club that they can use throughout like the next few months it's like here's a player for a weekend yeah and and look i i we could complain for the rest of the show i have two other things that i want to bring up though that you just reminded me of. One is you brought up Gio Reyna. And he's an objective, whatever, he's free. If you're going to play the game anyway, it's not that hard to get him done while doing other stuff. But this card is fucking awful. <laughs> it's just like objectively a bad card. I don't care if he upgrades or not. I know Dortmund drew today. Um, and if you think back to last year, the first weekend of the game release when Ones to Watch was out, remember the first Ones to Watch objective card was Serginio Dest. The right back, he had 90 pace out of the box. He upgraded to an 84. That guy was good. He was in people's teams for a while. He had the Milan links. Like, that was like a great first week objective card. And this is just like like a wet fart. Like, uh, it's like, why would I want this? Yeah. Um, and also, why would I want once to watch back? Well, because at least it was an interesting promo and sort of gave you hope for the future about the cards that you pack. Um, I think that mostly people are packing cards. If they're tradable, they're terrified of selling in case it's too cheap. They're terrified of buying teams in case they lose even more coins. It's a weird predicament to be in six (laughs) days into the official release of the game. Well, and ones to watch, which we might still get. Apparently, it's there is a card design in the game, so maybe they're just doing it in a different order this year, um, just because of scheduling. But you know. That promo is cool because it's all cards that have uh, for guys that have transferred clubs. So it's like, hey, 
cool card, new guy on a new club. Like that's just like, that's just like got a it factor to it. I don't know. Like, and, and the upgrades obviously are, are a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to see an even better Colo Mawani? Yeah, or playing against them. Messi would have gotten one, you know, if if they have it. You know, Neymar probably too, who I know you packed and I want to hear about him, but. Uh, (laughs) Maybe I'll talk about him. Um, Okay, last thing though, last thing. And then I promise I'll be positive. Uh, No, I don't promise that, but I will try to be positive. They cannot fucking stop messing up price ranges it is the easiest thing in the world to get the price ranges right you could hire an entry-level kid at a college all he does does is just check things like this it would take 20 minutes hey is do you think that team of the week jude bellingham should have a price range match of twenty-two thousand on his release i mean come on it's just it would take two seconds and just the fact that they're not doing it tells you like their process and their qa and things are just so fucking flawed behind the scenes 22,000 coins. Guess what they do this afternoon, JP? They increase the price range to 400,000 coins. He is still fucking extinct. It's like, yeah, dude, this is like one of those hype cards in the entire world, one of those hype players in the entire world who's having back-to-back huge months for his club, performing in the UCL. Like, it's just like, God, ah, (laughs) (laughs) You've <laughs> done this so many years. Like, just do it better. It's the easiest thing to fix. I'll do it. Send me the team of the week. Send me your proposed price ranges 15 minutes before it's going to come out. I will change the values and then you can release them. It would be, I mean, it's just like, what? 22 grand. 22,000. <laughs> oh, so many people got fucked over. It's crazy, man. So just, many people were just like, well, I guess that's the price. Yeah, Uh-oh. people that don't know any better pack them tradable right away. And so, oh, God, man. I just, it's just indicative of like, to me, it's just indicative of like, yeah, you could put a new skin on things, a new font, new UI. Like, all those things are good. Like, they're objectively good. But if you still don't have people who make the game that care about the game, like we do, who would notice something like that, instantly then what are we doing what are we doing we're making a podcast complaining about it yeah we're making a podcast complaining <laughs> about it hey i got more to complain about um fuck them fuck ea fuck them in the ass <laughs> fuck them fuck them i'm telling you um oh man if i could remember the name of that ceremony they do in india when the raj dies i would do that to ea but um so yeah man like there's all sorts of shit to argue about like like we say there's no objectives but like gameplay like gameplay's got a weird kind of like for all the positives about the game there is a meta to the game yeah that is incredibly frustrating to play against it's starting to develop and people are starting to realize what works um and the people are very become very committed to the back five people have become very committed to the cutback and they're almost i i would say programmed to to win that way to the point where it's like you can give them other options and they won't take them and um I, despite there being many ways to play we've yet to crack the back five and also not conceding tactical conundrum. Yeah. 
right yeah, now. Yeah, the, the, the cutback, I have a theory about the cutback. The cutback's been good in FIFA for ages, right? It's People have complained about it for a long time, but this year in particular, right now at this point, it does feel um, OP more so than usual. My theory about the cutback is that it's not going to last forever. I think there's just such a wide discrepancy between the pace of wingers and the pace of center backs right now that if you're not playing that five back and one of your fullbacks gets caught out of position and your center back has to cover that diagonal, there's just there just aren't enough center backs in the game at the pace to keep up with these wingers to catch that diagonal. And the cutback just becomes an automatic goal every time. And people are responding to that. I think, I hope that gets better as cards start getting upgraded, especially center backs, which brings me to another point about there not being any center back SBCs, but whatever. I think that problem might resolve itself. I think the second part, which won't resolve itself, is the fact that shots in front of goal seem to not go in as consistently as they did last year. Uh, yeah, the keepers, um, the the keepers are good. They that but they they have this ability to cover space in a way that really frustrates you. Where what the anim the animation doesn't necessarily match the save. Like yeah. it, it feels like they're being juiced a little bit. Um, but then again, I think that one of the things that if if you if if you used if you tried to do finesse shot. Um, and they don't have the trait, you will fuck up. Um, yeah. doesn't matter if you're um, Lewandowski, Kane, any of them guys. If you're if you're in front of goal with those guys, just shoot. Don't don't try and do finesse shot because that trait will affect your chances of shooting in front of goal. And I think that that maybe affects the consistency of it because. But on the other side, I've been using Anderson Talisca, and he's got the finesse shot trait, and the goalkeeper makes saves that I think he shouldn't make from his shots. So <laughs> it's, it's yeah. a conundrum. I think we're still all trying to figure out the best way to score in this game. And the way that most people have found to be the most consistent is the cutback. And the other thing about the cutback and playing wide in general, that's been really, I think critical is that, um, what I found to be most effective against me is when the opponent just clogs the center of the pitch, puts a lot of pressure on in the midfield. It goes for counters, clog, clog, clog my center mids. And the only way I can get out is by going to the wing. So that's just where naturally play ends up. Yeah. Um, which from a tactical perspective led me down a path that I've had some success in, um, but it's hard to gauge the success of tactics at the moment because the divisions are so clogged together in terms yeah. of talent. But like four four one one with the wingers at, with fullbacks on balance and the wingers on comeback, um, that seems to work really well um, against the five back. Where I've been able to get results of like three one, four one, like four two, but been able mm -hmm. to really give them problems and use the the creativity of my wingers to move their centre-backs about. Um, I mean, basically, as I understand it, the easiest way to play FIFA is to pack Neymar and is, <laughs> is, to, is to hold down sprint and, uh, sprint and RB yeah. and, and just occasionally change direction. And then when you get near the box, shoot. Yeah. I think I, I did that to somebody three times in a row in a game, and I wanted to rage quit for myself. Like it is. I, I, it, no, go ahead. 
it's just just fucking beautiful to do. It is it is like pretty incredible. So I am generally I said it on the weekend show, but I'm like generally pretty resistant to changing how I play mechanically. Like I don't like to mess like usually if I try to introduce new mechanics to my game, I don't play as well. Um, but this RB dribble thing, man, is like it's crazy how how overpowered it is. Like, I mean, and you don't have to the thing is you don't really even have to think about it. You just whenever you get the ball, you hold RB and like your player just dribbles better, like objectively better. The ball stays closer to them. They make tighter turns. They're harder to dispossess. Um, I, I gotta believe that's on their radar to change, but, um, it is like a game changer. If you haven't tried it, like, or it's R1 on PlayStation, RB on Xbox. It is, it is huge. Well, to throw that back at you, do you use advanced defending? No, I, I don't even know what it is. Right. You should turn it on. Okay. Um, basically it makes defending more precise, but also more risky. So, like, at the start of the game, I found myself giving away a lot of penalties because it was like the the window of error is much smaller. But using people like Van Dyke and De Ligt, um, their jockey and ability to get round a player to win the ball is really quite excellent. So if you can go into settings and you can find um, turn advanced defending on, that might help you dealing with that RB dribble um, when people are trying to sort of cut inside the box and, and get through to you. Hmm. I mean, it's it's as as much fun as it is to use, it's as frustrating to face. Yeah. Have you noticed, because you just mentioned it, I, I certainly have. Have you noticed that um, penalties, red cards, and like most fouls seem to be turned up a notch? Like, I feel like I've gotten more red cards in the first week of this game than I got all last year. Yes. Very much and, so. And like um, not playing any differently, just, you know. Yeah, like um, slide tackles in the box uh, are just like, if you slide tackle in the box and you don't win the ball 100%, you're giving a penalty away. Um, and also like free kicks for like nothing. Yeah. And, and not only just slide tackles in the box for red card, but it feels like the game um, does not calculate properly like clear path fouls. Like, like, Guys on a breakaway, my center back's coming in, my R, my right, you know, my fullback's jockeying him. He gives him a little jockey, but if I had ch- switched to the center back, he would have clearly covered it in time. But they call a red card on the fullback for the clear path. Yeah, it's really frustrating. And and then on the other side is where they don't call fouls, where like you've passed the ball off and then you get fouled trying to make the run into space. And it's like, but I got fouled running into space like yeah. i should have a free kick for that there's nothing so. off the ball they don't call anything off the ball no not I, a thing i i have a theory just in general that i've noticed that whatever has gone on with hypermotion v or hypermotion 5 i don't really know anymore it's v right v yeah um whatever is going on with that the collision is not properly uh calibrated in just a lot of ways, you just notice like weird stuff happens, weird bounces, weird angles, like something is wrong with the collision. Um, and I think that's leading to people complain about tacklebacks, complain about the fouls being weird. Um, maybe it might have something to do with the goalies too. I don't know. But like there's like something about the physics engine that's just like 3% off. Yeah. Um, but I think that's to help balance the strength and agility of the female players as well. 
to, to, to help them um, because it helps give them better percentages. Um, you know, we've all had those interactions on the pitch where you've had that moment of just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. like, I had somebody like just flip Harry Kane in the air and I was like, <laughs> who is that woman? And I looked her up, she was from Scottish five foot seven lady. And I was like, damn, she's fucking fierce, man. She flipped Harry Kane. Um, <laughs> well, I'm noticing more and more things like that where it's like it happens, whether it happens to me or against me, and I don't get mad. I just be like, oh, hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> that didn't go the way I expected it to. No, but I've also like enjoyed being able to like just imp- impose players throughout the pitch in a way that I've never been able to in a FIFA before. Like you can get so much out of the, out of female wingers and strikers. Mm. Um, Female fullbacks are really good as well. Um, Particularly like defensively. Um, They're probably some of the best defensive fullbacks are are women um, in the game. Um, The goalkeeper, I'm not too sure about because I, I have not used any of them, but um they're certainly fun to play against and it's certainly nice to see them integrated into the game. I wish I knew who they were so I could get like semi excited <laughs> when I see a card, but I'm sure that as like the, the season progresses, like so for example, in the promo, you've got that female card. Yep. Uh, can be upgraded was, three times. I was just going to go there, JP. I, well, I think she can only get a plus two because she's already an 87. One for the two wins and one for the uh, going through. They have three upgrades. Like not so. Like how the men's cards have two. The female card has three. Really? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. That's interesting. But it is. It is odd though. Um, with how much noise they made about the women's cards, um, and just in general, I'm pulling up the uh, team of the week here. Um, just in general, how much noise they made about the female cards and like how integrated they are in the meta in a lot of ways. There was one female card out of 20 new promo cards this weekend. And then there was one, two female cards in team of the week out of, you know, the 18 cards in team of the week. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's just an observation. It's interesting. You paint us into a dark corner right now. Um, and the reason for that is that we, uh, well, I say, I'm going to say me, I have often spoken about how we were very fortunate that the sort of political miasma of the time made it so that women being included in FIFA was something that could be pushed through because there was just like the there was a good left leaning within society and there was a feeling of the, this kind of inclusion being a positive thing and now we've kind of gone a bit more leaning to the right where people are sort of a bit more traditional in their views and i think unfortunately after today's news which i don't know if you know about this um sales of fc24 are down I heard about this, like pretty significantly, right? Yeah, uh, by about 20 to 25%. Oh, jeez. That can't be good. Um, now, there's a lot of different reasons for this. Um, they reckon that they overestimated the number of sales they would generate based upon their pre-orders. 
um, and they didn't expect this kind of drop off from the player base um, due to the loss of the license. But they have offset that that expected loss with the new sponsors that are that have come in: Pepsi, Amazon. All yeah, your, all your stats are delivered by Prime and Game. <laughs> yeah, you know, Dion comes down and and uh, with his audacious blackness and just uh, <laughs> lets you know what time it is. It's prime time. Um, but um, it's it's real concerning that the game has had a drop in player base. The transfer market is down 35% from last year in terms of the total number of transfers. Again, we could talk about untradeables and all that as much as you want. But the the reality is, is that it seems that the, the actions of the corporation in how they have acquired the, the funds from their customers has driven the customer base to a to a point of um, evacuation where they no longer wish to even have the game in their home. Yeah. Well, I guess the the, the the key question that we'll probably never know the answer to is how many of those 25% of people were the people that just played on the couch with their buddies and kickoff or played career mode and never really interacted with spending on the game beyond the $60 that there were $70 that they put into it. And how many of those people are ultimate team players? And that's probably a pretty key measure for them because I, I don't think they really care. I mean, I'm sure they care, but I, I think they'll, in their minds, are saying if this is if we have the same ultimate team player base, which it sounds like we might not because of the transfer thing that you mentioned, then as long as we can sell them packs, which they're trying their hardest to do, I don't know that they necessarily care as much. But if it is all ultimate team players, which it might be, and I'd say probably is more likely to be, then they're going to have a real trouble on their hands. And I don't know how they respond. Do they turn up the notch on the store and say, well, the players we do have, we're going to get the most out of them. Do they turn a corner and say, well, gee, like this isn't going well for us. Let's earn back some goodwill. I, I don't know. Okay. I, I can break it down into a few different things. First and foremost, there needs to be a recognition within EA sports that FIFA is not mobile gaming. Um, you cannot l- simply have one to two percent of Wales throwing all of their money into a game to make the game sustainable while giving the player base objectives and grindable content that's as good as what you can get from the store, which in turn would stop your Wales from spending. So they need to get rid of this business model that FIFA is like a mobile game. Um, and I'll tell you how that has impacted people. You look now at the store, you see one of these packs and you go, instead of going, oh my God, that pack is so unique. I've never seen anything like that. I must have it. And they might never do it again. Um, And now you look at a pack and you go, I don't really think this promo is that good. Um, I might. Uh, Am I going to buy a pack? I don't think I'm going to buy a pack. You know what? I'm just going to wait until the next promo. And if there's a card in that, that I like, I'll, uh, I'll just do that because fodder's cheap and I'm happy with my team. I mean, it's six days into the official game release. You know, how, how great does my team need to be? Um, I think people have been turned off a bit. 
and in turning off the the the, the people who are their base in some aspects and in turning off people who maybe keep the game busy uh, during this time period that we're in now, they've really fucked up. And and I'm, I'm hoping that they can pull themselves back from this money-hungry obsession and start looking towards the players and giving the people who play the game the reason that we spoke about at the start of the show to jump in, be stuck on their console, stuck on the app, grinding and tweeting and engaging about FC24, which people are not. Yeah, agreed. So what's the what's the diagnosis? What's the prognosis here? We we do more content, better, more evos, better SBCs, more objectives for packs, better players and objectives. Uh, better rivals rewards, all that I think we can agree on. But what's what comes after that? Better pack weight, maybe. Uh, well, okay. What what we need to see is and the first thing I checked is like we need to see play styles being part of promos. Like we need to see players like if if you're gonna have a, a Champions League card, then there should be something like oh, if this card gets the max upgrade, it'll get like one of three random play styles added to it. Um, there needs to be evolutions within. There needs to be a clear path for evolutions that can show you that, like this, this Kobe Minu card that you got from Man United, that's now an eighty-two by March, could be an eighty-eight. You know, like, and you could be using him and that pacey defender that you did. You could keep on upgrade. Like, are we going to be able to keep on upgrading evolutions throughout the year? Am I going to be able to upgrade Nunez? Am I going to be able to upgrade Fatty if I was to do him? Um, you know, am I going to be like, for example, I've got the uh, my I for my Golden Glow up. I did the Saudi midfielder from um, Al Ali because I had Neymar, and I'm like, well, Neymar's going to be in the team all year, so. Yeah. I might as well just get like a player. And now my concern is like, if I can't keep upgrading him, he's pointless. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, don't, good point. I, I don't know. I don't know what, what, what they need to do because I've never seen the game like this at this stage. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing a lot of thinking over the last couple of days about what, game was like in fifa 23 and if i'm overreacting like was it like this in fifa 23 what did we have like we had like i said uh once to watch dust was the objective once to watch team was great renato sanchez was in it i remember uh delict got a decent card that upgraded a ton like not even the top top tier cards like there were good cards dibala got upgraded a ton from once to watch last year we had that danjuma sbc that everybody was running back in those days um well, that but Danjuma, Benasser, there's two Benacer. SPCs That's that another good one. Would have done that. That were great, um, and also the cards had more pace, so the game felt faster at the start. Yeah, that's fair, and and I think maybe one of the issues that we might have touched on earlier is that they definitely made it a point to reduce pace on cards this year. There's no doubt. Like, and that's if that's your strategy, then fine, but they didn't do it equally between defense and offense. I think the defenders, the center back, like, I mean, you get a center back with 75 pace right now and it's like, all right, that's like a usable, that's like a higher level pace for some of these cards. 
But then meanwhile, you got Diaby running around with 94 pace. You got Kudus running around with 92 pace. Like you've got these guys that are cheap that are just, you know, running circles around these guys. Even with shadows, you're not catching up to them. Um, yeah, I've not I've found defending against those guys not too difficult. Like I mean, Kudus has scored goals and got into positions, but um, you know, so long as you've got a good a good jockey and and you just sort of maintain position between yourself and the goal you can handle these guys um you know pace has always been a killer in 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 sport whether it doesn't matter what sport it is so you know players with pace turning you over should happen more often like if drb did play for barcelona would he score more goals or create more goals because he's in better positions so that's the way i look at these things in ultimate team but you know that Dan Juma would have been a great card to do this yeah. year, like something like that that was lengthy. And, you know, I just, I don't know what, like even the menus like that were supposed to be good are pissing me off because <laughs> they're, they're hard to read. Really? I like the menus. I, 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 I genuinely... I genuinely like. I'm like, what, what, which bit am I on? Because like, when you go do L, like, skip through the tabs, it's like you can't tell what tab you're on. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. You have to like, there's like so many sub menus that you have to go through <laughs> to get there. I get. It. I think, I, I it appeals to me. I like it. I could see why why people wouldn't, but I think it's a cleaner way to do it. I think it's harder to find objectives as well. Yes, that is something you need to fix because it works on the web app and the companion app, but not on the game is where it shows you where the completed objective is. Um, yeah. Like with that like red circle, but they don't do it in the game. That's annoying. I'll give you that. Yeah, there's just like, and the worst part is that the game is good. It's a fun game to play. FIFA is a good um, game. The fifth, this FC24 is, is a good game. Play styles are a great thing. I have had some tremendous fun playing the game. I just, I want a reason to, okay, this is what it is, is that I want a reason to be able to turn around and be like, oh, I'm not going to do that because I need to do this. Yeah. I'm not going to watch Invincible because I need to do this on FIFA. I'm not going to go play Starfield because I need to go get this objective done. 100%. Uh, I'm not going to go and play Slay the Spire because I need to get this objective done on FIFA or I, I need to go and complete these moments because I'm so close to 60 stars and there's just this never-ending renewable pack that, that oh, if, man, if they just had, like, if, if imagine yeah. every time you got 60 stars, you could just get that rare players pack. Well, I think maybe to end on a high note, JP, I think this is the best possible complaint that we could have because if the gameplay was unusable, which there are plenty of people that complain about gameplay, there are people that complain about gameplay every year. I don't think it's any better or any worse. I actually think it's slightly better. That would be like something that would be take a long time to fix. Right. If, um, uh, geez, I don't even know if like the game was crashing all the time and it was like impossible to get in like that could take some while, a while to fix like content. They could decide tomorrow to start making content better. It's not like, this is impossible to fix. Like, just do it. Just do it. Have somebody yeah. that cares. Have some, this is the thing that it, I, I saw it with Call of Duty when I was in the really into Warzone. I see it now with FIFA. I get this feeling like they're the people developing the game and making the content, like, aren't really that big fans of the game. 
because they, and it's a job for them and I get it. It's like how, like, I don't, wouldn't expect them to be like, you know, make FIFA all day and then go home and play FIFA all the time. But it just doesn't, there's a lot of decisions that get made that just make me feel like if you were a fan of this game, you would have never made that decision and you would know why it's a bad decision like immediately. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, so many simple things that could be done. Um, simple as just like, here's a new evolution. (laughs) People would have been happy, you know? And, and the worst part is, is that like, I've got two pages of notes here and there's one good player to talk about. Everything else is horrific. The lone icon thing is terrifying in terms of what the prospects are for the future of, of the cards in the game. Um, yeah, it's the best FIFA I've played in years. And instead, <laughs> instead of sitting here and talking about like how great the game is, how diverse it can be, um, you know, yes, there is the meta, but not everyone is playing that way. Like there's so much you can do in the game. You know, play styles have made such a huge difference to how you can play the game. But instead of talking about that, I'm talking about reasons to pull me in to do that. And and they're not doing it. There's got to be a carrot. That's the thing with these games. It's a Skinner box. We all know it. We're running on the treadmill. Like we're all just trying to upgrade our teams, get rewards. But, you know, that's the carrot to make me want to get on the treadmill. If I don't see the carrot, I'm not getting on the treadmill to begin with. I might have a great time on the treadmill without the carrot, but if I don't, get on it then what's the point I, I that that's to me it's 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 disappointing it's the it's the feeling of playing five to ten games and picking up six thousand coins but no packs and feeling a bit meh in like oh i didn't really get much out of that yeah yeah and there's not enough of that so yeah. get your shit together yeah, <laughs> yeah. JP, is there anything else in that notebook of yours you want to talk about, or can we uh, can we take it out? Have we done enough oh, complaining teams, yet? Teams. What's your oh, team like? Oh, teams, teams, teams. Well, I have my uh, Bruno Guimores in the squad now. He is soon to be an 88. Thank you very much, Newcastle. Um, and nothing else has really changed. I've done. I've got Frimpong in now as my right back. Um, he is fast. That's what I'll say about Frimpong. Um, I've taken out Benini and I put in Kudus and he is also fast. Um, and that's pretty much it, man. I've been fucking around with some loans. I've tried VVD loan. I've tried Ludley King loan. I've tried, uh, Sam Kerr loan, but that's it, man. How about you? I know you got Neymar. What else? Oh man. Uh, Neymar. Uh, uh, so four, three, three, we got Neymar. I got, we got left back Grimaldo, right back from Pong, Delict. Van Dyke, I've got uh, Boanu from Al Hilal Hilal in goal. Um, Midfielders, uh, Odegaard and Madison still. Uh, uh, I've got um, Fur, CDM, and then I've got uh, Neymar left wing, Anderson Taliska right wing, and Kane as my sort of like all all cam striker. All nice. round creative finishing monster that he is. Nice. Um, yeah. It, when that card gets those skills later in the game or gets that pace upgrade, 
he is going to be the most devastating card in the game. <laughs> nice. Like if they if they'd have given him finesse shot, he would have just been the greatest card in the game, regardless of his speed. Yeah. Well, that Neymar sure sounds good, man. I want him. He's fucking amazing. He's he's cheap heard, as well. He's three. I've heard grand. he's really good this year. I've heard he's. Oh, dude, you just hold that. The way he turns, the way he does his tricks, the um, his his finishing, uh, particularly his finishes where he falls over. Like, I don't know if it's a Neymar animation, but he does a lot of finishes where he falls over, like where like he's put it underneath the keeper and got hit. Um, yeah, I mean that is a fun card to use. Like, there's no limitations. Five star, five star go out and just just get on it and, and just have fun with it um he, he's amazing on chemistry because it helps his shooting but you can play him on no chemistry and he's still exceptional um i just wanted to try and make my team a bit more powerful uh in that regard but he, i think he's only like 290k yeah he's he's relatively cheap i think like surprisingly cheap yeah, and he is the Neymar of old. Like he is eighty nine rated Neymar. Like he's he's seriously got the pace, the the passing. Um, he's got the the trickster plus, which means that the like trickster, had, yeah. But trickster plus as well, like the gold um. one. So he has like his own animations for tricks and stuff. So like his sombrero flick, um, even like his like um roulette is 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 crazy. Like he just just gets away from people and that right bumper thing where you just like run in and just like just t- he turns like nobody else. Um, it's a hell of a card. Um, get nice. it get it worked yeah. towards it. That's all I'd say. Like he's just a, an amazing card, uh, difficult to link, but amazing. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. JP, I think we have run out of time here on our show today. We have, we have, we've, we have, we've done plenty of complaining. If you are also feeling like we have, I believe that this hour has been cathartic. And if you are still really enjoying the game, don't let us stop you because you are your own person. And you are allowed to enjoy things that other people don't enjoy. So oh, I'm I, I am enjoying the game. I am enjoying the game. I want more for what I do. That's what Agreed. I'm saying. Like I, I'm like, yeah, games plays good. Tactics are fun. Give me something to do. Give me something to do. <laughs> you hear that, EA? We're we know you're listening. Give us something to do. That's all we ask. That's all we ask. You know. Episode 105, What's Gone Wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Subtitle, give us something to do. JP, where can the people find you, my man? Uh, You can find me on Twitter at DrFootPhD, where I will be posting eventually some tactics, man. But the way things are going, it's just too many too wild like there's no consistency like you, you you smash three games and then you'll play someone who'll put eight past you and you're like well that one's going <laughs> in the bin um the tactics bin is big and stinky at the moment so right. but yeah post tactics player reviews like um all that kind of stuff so uh come come say hi and uh be one of the the people that that comes and interacts on twitter or you can find me in the discord um but i'm rarely in there because i'm just I'm bi- I actually am busy on FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you can find me at Jandy Foot on Twitter. That's Jandy Foot on Twitter. 
Uh, you can find the podcast at Your Foot Podcast on Twitter. Uh, in that Twitter account, you can find a link to our link tree with links to all of our various other podcast hosts, Twitter handles. Uh, that would be John uh, slash SC Bridges, uh, Martin, Chopsui FIFA, and Kevin Cat, Kevin K. Foot. Um, you can join our Discord from there as well. Uh, it's a very strong Discord. A lot of people have joined since the new game came out. And JP, I should say, a lot of new listeners with the new game coming out, a lot of new renewed interest in the game. Uh, so we can't thank you enough if you're new, if you're returning, if you never left. Thank you for listening to the Nothing But A Foot Thing podcast, and we really appreciate you. Yeah, um, absolutely appreciate you. Thank you. All friends of the show are welcome, and we're humbled by you guys even taking the time to listen to us. It is dumb. It is dumb. I wouldn't want to listen to me for an hour a week, and many people do. So that is very, very much appreciated. But guys, just remember when there's nothing to do in FC24 at the moment and this crazy game gets you down, just remember, it ain't nothing but a foot thing, baby. Peace. I think I've played 60 or 70 games, you know? Yeah, I me.